When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, Bears fans? Welcome into the CHGO Bears slash Panthers probably going to beat the Broncos post-game show presented by DraftKings. Use that code CHGO. You call it losing ugly. I call it tanking pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah it works. Yeah. Yeah, tank. I mean, tank. Tank. I mean, we, tank. We really did a great job today. I mean, that was... <laughs> you couldn't execute it any better. Yeah. Except for the whole... Um, you know, Eddie Jackson and Darnell Mooney getting hurt part. That, that probably wasn't that good. That sucked. That sucked. But, man, you got to give the Panthers a shout-out. I mean, they don't draft Justin Fields because they wanted to, you know, fill out their secondary. And now they're beating the Broncos here today. I got a lot of love and respect for Carolina. Keep doing you guys. Packers, Bills, Eagles, Lions, Vikings. Very losable. Uh, very, very losable. I mean, really. We Honestly, gotta, the... What? Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Casey is reporting from over on the side that the Browns are tied with the Buccaneers. It is shocking. That has nothing to do with the Bears. But we love you, Casey. <laughs> we, we just care that Carolina is leading twenty-three to ten. And come on, Lovey, let let's go. Enough with the yeah. enough with this BS. Quit losing to the Dolphins. Who Quit can, losing to everyone. Who do the Texans have? Do you have their schedule up? Carm? I'll pull it up right now. The Houston. Who can te- the Texans beat? So we can jump because you know we we could have just lost to the Texans ourselves, but Roquan had to sabotage. Our tank. If we hadn't gotten a monsoon <laughs> against the Niners, and if Roquan hadn't made his big play of the year, we would be rocking and rolling. The Texans have the Browns at home next week. That's a win. Then they play at Dallas. That's a win. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, then they've got the Chiefs win. at home. Win. win. Then they're at the Titans. Win. They have the Jaguars at home. All right, so the Jags and they have the Colts at home. I know the Colts on the road. Jags, they Colts, could they could beat Browns. the Colts. They could beat the Colts. They could beat the Jags and they could beat the Browns. Jags, Colts, Browns. Those are three winnable games for the Texans. The Bears are sitting pretty right now, the number two slot in the NFL draft. Yes, no one likes to talk about the draft this time of year. That's not true. We all like to talk. About we, oh, we we are, are in draft season already. We are full for sure. mode. Draft sites are set. Jake Flanagan's probably got the countdown of how many days till the NFL draft. How 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 is it possible? Can we go back to where we left off? What the hell was the whole Peterman thing? <laughs> <laughs> it what, was what? gamesmanship. <laughs> Eberflus playing the ultimate gamesmanship. He's going to do it all Did, of next week, leading up to the Packers game until until right before kickoff. 
but when, when he'll be like, okay, Justin's playing. Uh, seriously, though, did anybody see any sign of an oblique injury? The dude's <laughs> diving for first downs. The running quarterback sneaks like on the yeah, second drive. Yeah, what oblique? He's getting, he's, getting cr- he's getting cracked in half on those, and he gets up, he's fine. There was never an oblique. This was Flu's genius. This was, I mean, I don't know about genius, but this wait, was wait, crazy like a genius? fox. This, this was, by genius, you mean the most pointless thing ever. <laughs> yes. I mean, he got, he had Jay Glazer out there working hard before the game. He had Schefter making moves. Braggs. He had Braggs. News. Yeah, Braggs was breaking news. I was what say. was the Peterman Simeon deal? Somebody better I, ask that. I do Redemption love the okie doke. Let's call all the reporters together in the press box, as Nick reported pregame. Get Mori- hey guys, Go hey get Moriano, Ben Schmidt. Hey, we got uh, we, we got, got some spend a we, mis- spread we, of misinformation. We got some news for you. Um, uh, yeah, Nathan Peterman is going to start this game. Uh, Trevor Simeon hurt his oblique and then by sneezing, and then meanwhile, someone's texting Jay Glazer in L.A. It's not true. Uh, Simeon might actually play. Simeon might actually. Play. What is going on? I mean, also, they- who cares? Again, didn't yes. matter. Didn't matter. Did not matter. Never mattered. Uh. I don't. I, I hate to say it. As much as I love Justin Fields and love what he's been doing, I don't think they win this game with Justin Fields today either. D- agreed. And and by the way, uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't even like the visual. I'm standing in the rain and have that with that headset. I'm like, you're gonna electrocute the guy. Get him out of there. Get him in the locker room. Get, he should be getting a massage right now. What's going on? Get, get him somewhere warm. He doesn't need to observe this. Warm and dry. Why did you even make him get on the plane? I mean, really, that's the that's the that's the that's that that should be an option. I know that with TV and everything else and money, we can't do that. But the Bears would have been great. Hey, we're not coming. We're gonna enjoy our Thanksgiving weekend. The whole team. Oh, I, I thought you meant just Fields, but you actually meant the entire. Yeah, team. no. Why? We got Mooney hurt. We got Jackson hurt. They had to stand in the rain. What was the, the turf po- is always gonna na- nail one of your players? I mean, what at was the stadium po- every week? At this time, it was Eddie Jackson. Yeah, right. No, there were people that wanted Justin Fields to play in this game. You reckless monsters. <laughs> well, you know, would have been more fun. No, it would have been terrifying. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Dear New York Jets, I hope you had a th- great Thanksgiving. We have decided to not come to New York because we want to spend more family time and our guys just don't really want to play this game and we don't want to coach in it and we're trying to get the number two overall pick. Good two overall pick, I can speak. S- thank you for understanding. Sincerely, Chicago Bears. Why can't that be a thing? Here's a... Here's a Lou Malnati's. <laughs> Just send some Lou yeah. Mal's. Here's some Shady Rays. Yeah. Let me get you hooked up with yeah, ComEd. By the way, you should download the DraftKings app. Let's go. And, yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let, let's well, we're still going to focus a little bit on this game. Let's go to blame game. Who are we blaming for this one? Oh, this is uh, tough. Or blaming for the win, I guess, the tank win. Uh, blame game. Oh, go ahead. You guys go because I have no idea. Look, (laughs) I got thoughts. I I like Trevor Simeon. That was bad, dude. Like, here, I never expected him to. Like I said on the pregame, my prop bet for the game was under 15.5 Bears points. That hit easily with 10. But, so I wasn't expecting him to score points. I was surprised at how just like messed up the offense looked pre snap. I mean, how many times was the play coming in late? Guys aren't lined up properly, and it wasn't just Claypool today. It was pl- receivers have been around the whole time. 
Trevor's yelling at David Montgomery behind him at one point, trying to point and get everybody lined up, and then they don't get the ball off, or they got to call a timeout. I just, it was not good, and then he, he wasn't good throwing the ball either. It's not good. Yeah, no, it, it, it wasn't great. I would like to blame the turf. I knew you were going to, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could have placed a prop bet on that. So, look. You're in the NFL. I get it. The Jets and the Giants play there, but it's not just there. You've got numerous fields that have the turf. Guys don't want to play on it. Jaquan Brisker's tweeting about it. Eddie Jackson's backpedaling. All of a sudden, I mean, it looks like an Achilles. Hopefully it's not. That wasn't great. We see it all the time. Enough with the rubber, whatever BS that they play on. These guys are elite, top-notch athletes in a billion-dollar industry. You can have grass. Figure it out. My blame game goes to uh, Joe Davis on the call. <laughs> yes. This man. Hey, all right. Enough of your Gus Johnson impersonation. Relax. <laughs> it's Mike White versus a depleted Bears defense and secondary in the rain against Trevor Simeon. Just calm down. Trying, you know, the overcooked ham of the day, Joe Davis. I blame you for trying to pretend. Like you were excited for whatever occurred in that little rain slop fest. I, I have to say, I laughed really hard on it. And I like Joe. Mike uh, White! <laughs> in for the touchdown! Like, get out of here. Dude was selling. He overselling. Was, he, he was loving his Mike White. Saying, like, people were giving, um, you know, uh, Bob Costas crap on his calls for, uh, you know, TBS for baseball. And it's like, no... He's a traditional, you know, a guy that understands the moment and isn't going to over-speak the moment. Joe Davis, and I like Gus Johnson. I don't have an issue with him. And and he's, you know, unique in what he does as far as getting hyped and, and the way he accelerates his voice on a call. But it's just for some people to overplay little things. It 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 waters down the actual big moments in sports when you do that. So... Just stop it, Joe Davis. I, I, I actually agree with you. I think it was a little little over the top when I'm pretty sure 99.9% of America couldn't have named a one defensive back in the, the game whole, for the Bears The today. whole telecast today was bad. At one point, they called Roquan Smith Roquan Williams. Another point, they're, they're talking about Justin Fields like he's a running back. They even showed him on the sidelines and pulled up his stats, and they were just rushing stats. Like, they, He's a quarterback. You can put up his whole stats. That's fine. You want to include his historical rushing numbers? That's fine. But, like, he's a quarterback. Put all of his stats up there. Um, I do have some uh, – I think this is, like, bad news specifically for Braggs, but really for everyone. Oh, my this is God. A good, this is a, a factual super chat. I uh, hate those. <laughs> I hate I hate those. Uh, our guy is <laughs> What up, Duke? Let's go, Duke. 99.99. We love you, Duke. J.J. Watt times two on the Super Chat. Uh, he does bring some facts to the table, though. In terms of the draft, the six teams behind the Bears all have had their bye week. Several will likely lose during our bye week, and they all have the strength of schedule tiebreaker over us. We will drop after the bye. Sorry to be a wet blanket, but we aren't. Really, second overall. Well, currently we are, but yes, your point is well taken. That is why it is imperative the Bears lose the games they need to lose. 
because wherever they fall, strength of schedule is going to come into play, whether it's two to three, three to four, five to seven, regardless. So Justin Fields may return, and I will go back to being fine with Justin Fields winning a game. I have no problem if Justin Fields wins a game against the Packers next week. I had zero interest in Trevor Simeon winning a game against the Jets today. Zero. And I don't need to explain it. If you can't understand it, take your meatball head and put it in a microwave. No, no one's having a fight with you. You want to, like, fight people that are not out there. There are seeing, some that are. There, no, there are. There is a percentage of fans that despise someone like me that looks at it like that in a pragmatic way uh, in the draft. They say, you know, well, I'm competitive. I have a winning mentality. I can't lose at anything. I can never root for, never root for my team to lose. That is what some fans say, and I, you know, I think there's an exception to that I, rule. I think what I'm learning here is that you carry over other games into this game. Right now, this is a new game. This is this is the Bears, Brags, CHGO post game after Jets. So we're dealing with. Carm here, Hogue there, and the chat there. You're on some spaces that you did like. No, that's Bears fans. <laughs> they are Bears fans. I'm. Sp- I guarantee there's people in the chat oh, man. that feel this way. If they are, show yourself. Let's go. Were back. you rooting for the Bears to win today? Let's get back to D- Duke's point here. Okay, I'm some sorry. stuff that actually matters here, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um so. Th- so I'm going off of tankathons. Uh, they keep track of the uh, draft order and the, the, the way the strength of schedule tiebreaker works because this gets confusing every single year and it's really not that confusing. You just got to think of it oppositely. But basically, if you have the stronger stronger strength of schedule, so you've played the harder schedule, it actually hurts you in the draft order, right? Because if you've had the easier schedule and you still had the that bad of a record, then you deserve that. Th- yeah, that means Great you're, pick. Yeah, you're even worse than a team with the same amount of wins and explain losses. Explain this to me like I'm five. I just you got did. it. I just you, did. You got As, it. Then explain if it to you me like good, I'm three. If you beat good teams, <laughs> if you beat good teams, Greg Braggs, that means that you are not one of the worst teams. So, so if you're looking, if you're watching on YouTube right now, uh, and if you're just listening to the podcast, we'll try to explain this. But the visuals in front of you, if you're on YouTube, uh, that bear strength of schedule is 570. If you scroll down there, Lawrence, the next team, like so all these teams with only three wins, um, even the teams with only four wins, the only other team you see there with a harder strength of schedule, the Green Bay Packers at 13. So that basically means that of all those teams, and honestly, if you keep going down, I think it like, I mean, according to this, the Bears have played the the second hardest schedule in the league. Wow. Okay. Um, basically, that means that if this they're is so tied confusing. with any of these teams, Braggs. Okay. Here's the simplest way to I'm explain. I'm trying. If they're tied with any of these teams, the Bears lose the tiebreaker. <sighs> Except for the Packers. So head to head has nothing to do with it. No. Really. Record. <laughs> Head-to-head should be first. Strength We've schedule. been through this before with the Bears and Eagles years back. We had the same record, but they t- it was actually they tied. That's how it went. Mm. They were 8-7-1. Yeah, so that actually is not the same at all. All right, I'll just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but we – never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so here, here's another way I can explain this. So if the 
if the Bears were to go on their bye week <coughs> and, like, all these teams would th- also have three wins all lost, the Bears would actually fall all the way to 10. That's not cool. Yeah. That isn't cool Without playing a game. So, the, listen, they're, they're lucky if you look at it from – But all like, of those teams on that list that we could fall behind aren't – don't have as good of a chance to lose every game for the rest of the year like the Bears do. We, we, Which, we, you know what? I apologize to Casey. Because one of these teams, the Cleveland Browns. Hey, Casey. So, the people listening probably couldn't hear. So, we need was, the Browns to win. What's randomly going yelling out the Browns score to us. Casey. Still tied. Still. Uh, by the way, I like what Kevin said. Looking at it the other way, the Bears can't win during their bye week. So, that's factual. Spin zone. Yeah. yeah. Let's still tied in the Browns game. Okay. Let's go Browns. So <laughs> I I just think overall the Bears are actually lucky to be in the position they're in. You you did have the monsoon with the 49ers and you did have the win over the Texans that almost wasn't. But other than that, you had Valus dropping a punt against the Giants. You had Amir Smith-Marset get having the ball ripped apart, ripped away from him in the Vikings game. You had the Commanders beat twice if Darnell Mooney and or you get a, a pass interference call. Should have won that game. The only real legit win the Bears have had this year was against New England when they killed the Patriots on Monday night, really. I called it. Um, Take that, Belichick, you loser. <laughs> Could could have beaten the Di- could have beaten the Dolphins. Should have beaten the Lions. You made a missed extra point in that game that helped you lose. So they sh- the, the right. fa- they they could have won a few more of these. They they, sh- they should have won a few at least two at, or at three. least two and they and they lost them all. So as far as tanks go, luckily tanking, which is what I would call it, the Bears because or, or competitively tanking, that's really what's happened here. I mean, Agreed. So today was the first true never had a chance, never going to win, beat down game. Yeah, they still need to learn how to win at some point, so that will add into the degree of difficulty for next season after they have the most amazing offseason of all time and get a great draft pick and use it wisely and have a great season of free agents coming in here. And there's so much optimism come training camp next year that we have 7,000 people watching every single show because the Bears might be the surprise team in the NFL and we're going to win the Super Bowl or be in the playoffs. But they'll still have to learn how to win at that point. Well, eventually you got to learn how to win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Tomorrow, next week. So, next someone, year. someone in the comments was asking why Braggs and I never sit next to each other. Because he is embarrassed by me. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> oh man, you know what? <laughs> oh no, you're leaving. Is, uh, <laughs> you're sitting with him. What's happening? Yes. Yes. I love this guy. Did it? Yes. Did it? Yes. Yes. The odd couple. Yes. <laughs> I, how come I didn't? Whatever, you're more you normal than Carm. That's true. When are you going to I am very grateful seat? for Carm because if not for Carm, then. Oh, here comes the if not for Carm thing. <laughs> it's hey, true. Hey, shout out to Crystal here. She, uh, she throws us a super chat, says, So, Braggs, I'm the fan that can absolutely not root against the Bears, but I'm smart enough to know when it makes sense. Love you all. All right, Crystal. Crystal. Shout out to you, Crystal. Let listen. What we got to do as Bears fans is all we got to all come together at the next CHGO tailgate. I know that benefits us, but it, hopefully it'll be it's it's gonna be we we do everything to make it the greatest value in the history of tailgates that's ever been done. Let's all get together next Sunday 
at Roosevelt in Michigan, and let's just hug. be in this together. This is it's all we'll this, the season is going perfectly. It could not have gone any better. The quarterback can play. The quarterback has an injury that sucks, but it's not a long-term injury. It's on his non-throwing shoulder. He's going to be fine. Just don't get him hurt. The Mooney and, and Eddie Jackson thing, that's kind of annoying and sucks, and I hopefully they'll be all right. But in general, everything has gone pretty damn good. So we'll celebrate it at the tailgate. Yes. Come out I mean, in your uh, – well, first of all, you should come out in your CHGO gear too. Because and if you don't have any, then you need to go to the CHO locker and get some because it's Cyber Weekend. We got Cyber Weekend. That was different from the pregame one. I think I like that one better. Uh, no, that's I. Well, is it not the same? I thought it was the same. No, I'm talking about your voice, the way oh, you did it. Yeah, yeah. Cyber Weekend. Let's yeah. go. Cyber Weekend. Uh, up to fifty percent off, and uh, if you are a diehard member, which you should be. You get an additional twenty percent off to uh, all extra twenty percent <laughs> through tomorrow. Do we Cyber have? Monday. It's kind of like Joe Davis talking to Mike White, isn't it? No, no, this is very important. <laughs> do we have an Al Kadeem Muhammad T-shirt? No. We do, do you want to do nothing with your life, but make lots of money? Be nice. <laughs> <laughs> The guy's in the NFL making plenty. No, he's done. He's done. He's done a zillion times more than me. That's Rep that's the sky th- high. that's true. All f- very nice shirt. You sound like Thank you're you. sky high. I had my coffee kick in. It's fine. You know, I'm trying was it, to. Was it the, the stuff here. from earlier in the week? No, it was not the Vietnamese coffee. That, that was was stuff didn't wear off for like three days. No, Taking some ayahuasca. 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 Is that Buy a the gear, man? It's pretty dope. All is right? that a marijuana term? Is By the way, what what's Aaron Rodgers no, takes? It's a, oh. just a standard ayahuasca. Term. Yeah. Speaking I, of Aaron Rodgers, ayahuasca. How many shots of him looking completely sad and, and or pissed off? Do you think there's going to be tonight, the Sunday night game? Well, and that's what irritates me is we've been getting that all year. I'm going to say and twelve then, and a half, and then next week he will be ignited. Because his bloodthirst for embarrassing us, you know it's coming. We'll talk about that later on All the right, show. I, I think we do need to set up next week's Packer Week. All right, I'm Jacksonville's sorry. beating Baltimore, by the way. That would also be good for the Bears. We got some super chats rolling up. I do like this one from Claude. This kind of relates to what we're even talking about. He says, how many of those teams that we're kind of in the tankathon with, how many of them have coaches fighting for their jobs? Because that, obviously, you know, those coaches probably want to win the game. Good question. Well, one of... I, if the Colts I mean, are down there, Jeff Saturday ain't going to try to lose. I don't know that Nathaniel Hackett makes it past tomorrow. He shouldn't make it past today. I mean, this is bad. Are they on the road? Can they tarmac him like Lane Kiffin? Um, Every they team were in Carolina, so yeah, yes, they, they could just, just leave them in Charlotte. Seriously. Every team that's 3-7 and seven is better than the Bears. All right, so we literally have a split screen above us with the Browns and the Jaguars. Both going at it. The Browns just got a first down, driving in overtime, and the Jaguars are up twenty to nineteen with a few minutes to go. Baltimore's though is in and Baltimore goal is driving. Yeah, another in chance for Roquan to ruin the Bears' draft position, though. Yes, so maybe not because they're on offense. We are keeping our eye on this because it's a developing situation. All right, um, let's. Can we do our uh, DraftKings King in the game? 
Oh gosh, you want to do that? Can I? Can I quickly just throw one more shout out to Crystal here? Uh, she threw another uh, four ninety nine her way. She says, "Carm, I'm in Huntsville, Alabama, currently sitting in a sports bar with my Bears gear on. But when I move back, I'll be at every tailgate next year." Let's go, Crystal. Let's go, Crystal. Crystal, we're holding you to that. We can't wait to meet you at uh, I don't know Bears opening day. Who do they play on opening day next year? We don't, we don't know yet. That's not that's not released. We'll find out in May. And they announced yeah. the schedule. Get ahead of the curve for once. Just figure it out. The Bears and Broncos We're- play each other next year. It uh, hasn't been determined whether it be on the road or home, but with DNVR. Can it be in London, please? Maybe that be that'll wonderful. be the first game. It that. will not be in London. Let's do that in London. I don't know. Just for me. I want to go I would to go for a London. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, we want to do a little king of the game. Let's do a little king of Yeah, there's still some good things to say, right? Uh, well, the the DraftKings. There you go. King of the game. Is David Montgomery. He's still pretty good. Yeah, I don't know what your problem is with David Montgomery. 14 <laughs> carries, 79 yards. That's an average of 5.6, which is pretty damn good. Also had three catches, 34 yards. Still extremely hard to tackle. Still picks up the dirty yards. And um, still somebody that Greg Braggs does not want to bring back. <laughs> which is a, it's a weird he got, one. He, he got lucky. He was great today. He battled. He got uh, lucky. Elusive. <laughs> Running people over, fighting all day long. We love you, David Montgomery. Good work. Honorary mention, Byron Pringle. Two unbelievable catches. I mean, the touchdown, he straight up stole what should have been the interception. I, pr- the fever of the flavor of the Pringle announced himself to the Bear fan and to perhaps the coaching staff today. We haven't seen him. We haven't wanted to see him, but he that was a great catch in the end zone. He had another good catch late. And so. then my honorable mention is Luke Getze for calling that tank call on third and short when the game was still in balance at 10-7. to 7. They did a quarterback. Instead of giving a David Montgomery six yards a carry on third and short, those hard yards, they went QB sneak, and they don't even go up the middle they have Trevor Simeon bounce out to the outside and get absolutely leveled on the edge. So that was a great tank call. He would have been my king, but I'm fine also, giving David Montgomery you know, the king. That, that type of call makes maybe other teams not want to hire him. You know, that and that's true. And now Getsy, you said on Twitter. Yeah, Getsy's the head coaching stuff's back on the shelf. But. You know, the Broncos, they also interviewed Getsy along with Hackett. And so they may be looking for a coach. There goes oh, the Ravens no, into the end zone for the touchdown. They now lead well, 26. The, I assume that's the win. One. It's in overtime, so that should be a – No, it's the fourth oh, quarter. the fourth quarter. How two slow minutes, is that game going? Two minutes and two seconds left in that game for Trevor Lawrence to drive down the field and help us on our tank journey. Let's, the Browns game is – the and the Browns, Browns won. but that the Browns game's in overtime with like 40 seconds left. How's the other game not even done with regulation? That's and the a Browns game. just got it down to the two yard line. It's exciting. Rags stuff. is trying to get every NFL lawsuit against us right now. But we just need doing it play by play. We, but, that's oh, fine. But by the way, oh, my uh, bad. Other <laughs> <laughs> no problem. I'll try to shut an, up. Another uh, honorary mention for King of the Game goes to our guy. Sand God was all over the place today. I know that they were eight yards, nine yards down the field. Yeah, a lot of kings. And I know that he, game. I know that he missed a tackle for the first time ever in his career, and it'll never happen again. But fifteen uh, tackles today for Jack Sanborn. Fifteen, Adam Ho. Pretty sure he had ten of those in the first minute of the game. 
I wrote uh, and we'll, we'll get, get to, a missed tackle. On we'll that get, we'll get to good old Carm's notes here. Who did? Um, but uh, on that first drive, Sanborn, 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 San God. They got a player. Yeah. All right. Um, want to tell you about our friends at Shady Rays? They never understood why sunglasses were so expensive, so they set out to change it. You don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses this fall. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles cater to everyone and every lifestyle. And the best part about Shady Rays is their insane protection program, lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Even with that strong of a protection program, they still manage to make quality with over 200,000 five-star reviews. They provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed and have donated over 20 million meals. To date, you can see them right there on Lawrence. Yeah, they look good, don't they? Beautiful That's just me. head. <laughs> um, they stand behind their product, and they told our team that if anyone has a problem... They throw profit out the window and do what it takes to get it right. Free returns and exchanges. You either love the shades or Shady Rays will pay to ship them back. That's it. And this is exclusive for our listeners. Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. Buy one, get one free, and you can get two pairs for as low as $54 with that deal. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com, where you can find all their newest and best shades. The ComEd Energy Efficiency, Trevor Simeon. Wow. Thank you so much, Greg. I appreciate it. ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve, save money and energy. Saving money, saving energy, that's a good thing. ComEd offers free facility assessments, lighting, HVAC, commercial kitchen equipment, all of it through ComEd. They have an authorized engineer who comes out to work with you. They'll develop a detailed assessment plan, so you will start saving money and you'll provide the world with more energy all at the same time. It's called a win-win in good old Carm's uh, book over three to four weeks. That's all long it takes. Will you actually see your energy efficiency prospects kick in and the dollars will start coming back to you. So here's what you got to do. Don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today. ComEd.com slash Powering Biz. ComEd.com slash Powering Biz is where you go on the website or you can send them an email. ComEd.com forward slash facility assessment. ComEd.com forward slash facility assessment. Just send them a quick email. Say, hey, I want to save some money. I want to give back some energy. I want to make the world a better place. I love CHGO. Get her done. ComEd.com forward slash facility assessment bears. Not the bears part. The Browns into the end zone. Game time. Touchdown, Casey. Chubby Chubb. The Browns take down the Bucks. Nick Chubb. Touchdown. And, ta- and our tanking quest continues, and there's a flag. I'll stop talking. So. <laughs> it's offsides on the defense. It's, it's, on, the defense. Say, it's on the defense. What Carr was doing is read. Kevin Stefanski was, in my opinion, just being nuts by not kicking the field goal. They had the ball, like, at the three-yard line, extra point, and he's running the ball. What a culture-building win for the Browns. Keep it up. There you go. Proud of your culture. Well, not really. 
All right. Um, yeah, they sign do, an idiot. But, you know. <laughs> we do a uh, segment every week called Fields Guide. You guys may, may know about this. Mm. Uh, we had to switch it up a little bit this week with Justin Fields not playing. The hey. Peterman guy. Oh, Look at that. <laughs> it was almost the Peterman guide. It is the Simeon guide presented by our friends at Green Ridge Farm. You know Green Ridge Farm. You know the ones with the amazing meat sticks. I do. They should hook Trevor up with some meat sticks. He he tried. He did everything he, he could. He gave it. He he battled through a fake oblique injury or perhaps a real one. I don't know what. No one knows what happened exactly. Well, I don't think it was fake, but it was certainly weird, and maybe they panicked a little bit too much. Anyway, he goes fourteen for twenty-five, one hundred seventy-nine yards passing, which is kind of what Justin Fields. Yeah, he's right in that Fields range right there. Total. <laughs> Um, but the difference is, obviously, he doesn't give you any of those rushing yards. He got eight yards. Okay. I mean, he, he was at three for two, and then he got the six-yard run there at the end. I just love the photo. Look, at that's just, that is the epitome of this game. That, that probably didn't feel good with an oblique injury. He no, didn't have an oblique. It was all floose. <laughs> what are you talking about? That picture is kind of trippy, though, with the know. water. If you have I an oblique it. injury, you, like, can't move. You're in deep, deep shit. This dude was diving for first downs. You, but there's no reason to make up an injury before the game. Just to, like, get the Jets scrambling that Nathan Peterman might play. I'm definitely confused on what the possible reason for whatever happened in the pregame happened. It's, it's far more likely that Trevor Simeon tweaked something just a little bit, and there was a miscommunication within the organization, which tends to happen sometimes, and they maybe overreact a little bit. So what's hap- what happens if they had not said anything? Trevor heard his oblique, and they were like, and, and Trevor's like, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to play, and they don't make that official press release announcement. And then right before kickoff, they send Peterman out there and not Trevor. Do, there's do the nothing. Bear, there, there, there's there's no, no, like, fine. You don't have to announce. No. Then what is the point? You just have to announce you're inactive. If he's active, he's active. You just na- hit the nail on the head, Braggs. What was the point? What is the point? <laughs> Seriously. Why are bears? I mean, it, if we're going down what is the point, what is the point of these exactly? Well, we're doing Simeon guide bit. right now. Yeah, I know. I get it. But I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just thinking about the next five games. Listen, I thought Trevor played fine. Uh, the interception late, that was – he played fine. He's a backup. <laughs> he He's did Trevor. not play fine. He, he couldn't even fine. get the lined he up. He had one good, two, one and a half He's, good series. It's fine. It's it's totally fine. He's he's Trevor Simeon. He he had his moments. He threw the. Uh, he was abysmal in the second half. You know, uh, underthrowing David Montgomery wide open in the flat for a first down. Then he's trying to back shoulder Cole Komet, even though Cole might have trouble with some of those. You know, turn around, back shoulder to the sideline. It was nowhere close for Cole to make a play on the ball. He, um, yeah, it it, tri- it it was funny because narratives were starting to get built in the first half again with uh, he, the Bears Twitter community of some that want to be curmudgeons. And today it was on full display just how much Justin Fields is the rising tide that lifts every ship on this team. <laughs> every ship. They scored 10 points today. You know, Dan Weeder, I know it's his tongue-in-cheek tweet. He put out, you know, Chase Claypool last three games, you know, 20 yards, and today 52 yards. He's doing it tongue-in-cheek. Yes, it's a factual stat, but he's also thumbing it at people trying to make a point. Well, 
The Bears today, 10 points overall. Justin Fields' last four games, 30, 30, 30, 30. He does this with nobody around him. And, you know, I think we all need to appreciate just how much Justin Fields lifts this team up into any semblance of relevancy. relevancy. I like um, relevancy. Relevancy or fun. relevancy. I'm, st- I'm stumbling over my words because Sunshine uh, Lawrence is trying to drive down the field to help our tank quest. But, no, Trevor Simeon, you suck. Sit back down next week for Justin Fields. With all due respect. Uh, competent backup quarterback. I'm fine with Trevor. Three-year deal. Let's, 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 let's keep him no, around. No, I would rather – wouldn't you rather have a backup that – mirrors more of what Justin does similar to what the Ravens have with Huntley. I mean, how much sense does it make to have Justin Fields and then a backup quarterback that does is the complete opposite of what Justin Fields is? I don't disagree with that. You want to get somebody that's more in line with what he does. That's fine. But, but, but okay. Name one player. Well, I just did with Huntley. We've spent weeks talking about how no one's close to Justin Fields. Just give me a running quarterback, somebody who can actually move a little yeah, bit. Dual, somebody, not even running. Dual, Kane Coulter? Dual. Sure. Let's get Kane Coulter in or so, somebody who's. Yes, any former Northwestern But uh, Listen, they, they brought in Trevor because he's a good guy in the locker room. He's they brought good. Trevor in because he was supposed to be closer to what the system runs. Remember they got rid of Nick Foles over it? Yeah, right. And then they figured out that, oh, uh, we can't really run the system that we want to run with fields because it doesn't underline his greatest strengths. So let's actually start to do stuff that will allow us to be competitive and look like an offense that has something going for it. And that's what they did. Would, would Mitchell Trubisky, Trubisky, as we said, that's not Castro bad. in the chat. That's not the first time that's come up this week. Yeah. And, and and it, it's not a terrible backup. Bring him back. <laughs> it's, it's dial it up. <laughs> for those for the for those of us like head of content Kevin Kadick who had the Trubisky jersey and then put Claypool on there and now is wondering <laughs> if he should go back to Trubisky. <laughs> let's 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 bring back old old school number ten. Yeah, that would be a little too weird, I think, for everybody. Um, you seem like you have like this. Where? I never know where you live during the week in Bears Twitterland because. All over. I feel like there's some dark. I'm all over the map. Dark. It's dark areas there. <laughs> Are there people who think Trevor Simeon's better than Fields? No, there's there's some fans that feel that Justin Fields isn't a pocket passer that they need to not run the ball ever with him, and that until he learns to be a pocket passer, he's never going to be a a good quarterback in this league. Despite the fact that he's putting up 30 points a week, because it isn't sustainable. So then when a guy like Trevor Simeon comes in on the first couple drives and moves the ball without having to run for 30 yards miraculously and just three-step drop, get the ball out. Three-step drop, get the ball out. And there are some that feel that Justin Fields can't do that. Jaguars just got in the end zone, by the way, on a different note. 27-26, there's 12 seconds left. Do you go for two if you're Jacksonville? Tank, go for four. Nothing to lose. Did they count they're, they're, it? They're yeah, reviewing it, it's so, so we can get back to. It looks Ooh. he did not get in. Unless they're counting, unless they're going to count the shin as a. 
the shin counts as two feet if you I get that, out of the inbounds. Uh, right? I think that's good enough for me, but we'll see. Re- regardless, okay. Uh, okay. The three-step drop theory. Okay. First of all, <laughs> just this is just stop. These people. <laughs> Stop me! Stop you know, I'm the man of the people for Bears Twitter. I don't, I'm not, I can't ignore them. They're my people. Okay, then they should just watch today's game. Hopefully, they didn't for their own sake. But we all miss Justin Fields today, right? Nobody he is the offense. Nobody. Can we stop? No, nobody was like, "This is sweet." We've got Trevor going. Finally, Simeon. No one had that thought. Right. No one. And and sometimes it's that simple. Who is the engine that drives your offense? Can, are there things that Fields can improve? Yes. If you're saying he's not a pocket passer, you apparently missed his entire career at Ohio State. Correct. Which sucks for you because it was pretty fun to watch. Did they show up yesterday? I forget. Keep going. Then if you're saying, if you're like um, Shady McCoy, who every week is like, he can't throw despite plenty of uh, – Evidence to the contrary on the tape. You're just not watching the game. We're, I feel like we're we're we sh- we should be so far past this point. Mm-hmm. Like there's still people out there that are trying to be like, oh, Justin's not the guy. I'm sorry. Like you guys, we 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 talked about it during the game, and I get Dan Weeders. It's a bit of a a bit on Twitter because he understands he's the villain against Bears Twitter. But when he posts something like Cole Cam- or Chase Claypool I actually want to back up Dan. only had this many yards the last three games and now has 52 in this game, it's laid out as a factual stat on its surface, but he's thumbing the nose of, you know, to people about what, he couldn't do with Justin. I think because you're giving him too much credit. There's think, a narrative about... I think about, he's just giving Claypool stats over his four games. Nah, as a it's a game. It's, it's a it, game. It's a game. It's, it's, it's a snide remark. Okay. It's, it's, I, I, I don't know. That's how, I, that's how it reads to me. Our favorite uh, guy that we mentioned on the show who works at The Athletic by the name of Kevin Fishbane. Fish. Bears quarterback Trevor Simeon said he was embarrassed to injure his oblique pregame, noting his teammates who have been playing through things all season long, and he suffered a non-contact injury. So apparently we had an embarrassed and slightly distraught Trevor Simeon until he rallied himself. So Nick also tweeted that Trevor Simeon said Chase Claypool is a good player and just wanted to give him some chances throughout the game. Okay. Interesting. Uh, sure. Look, look, look. This is uh, this is what it is, team. We are in the Trevor Simeon. We were really. You know, all right. So here we, 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 we were. All, we were all. Hope, we were all hoping to not be here. On some level, like let's have a miracle season, and the Bears will be competitive, and the NFC is wide open, and why not? Let's just shock the world. The Bears were – remember when the Bears were 2-1? and one? Anybody remember that? Really. <laughs> I was really excited when they beat the Niners. I got way well, too excited. That was a excited. fun game when they beat the Niners. That was, that was a really fun game. They had all these winnable games on their schedule. So the Jaguars' touchdown did count, and now they're going for two here in a minute. So 
We're going to get real fired up for a tank opportunity here. Come on, Trevor Lawrence. One time for Listen, our Chicago Doug, Bears. Doug Peterson knows what he's doing. He's dialing up a good one for 16. He's dialing up a good one for the Bears. Call the... The Philly special. He, he's got Ryan. Philly, Philly. I'll bet you $100 they score here on this two-point conversion. $100? Right $100. I'll take Look it. out, Duke. Okay, right here. Oh, God. Got him! <laughs> Let's go! Uh, I believe I believe they're behind. Yeah, the, uh, the, uh, the old, the old uh, you lost to the Twitter machine The there. tank <laughs> is I, on! I saw it on Twitter that it was good. Oh, good job. So the Jaguars have taken a one-point lead, 28-27 over the Ravens. Uh, the reason we are, of course, following that so closely is because... Nobody covers the Tankathon like CHGO. That's right. They are also one of uh, a few teams today with three wins that are on their way to getting win number four, which the Bears cannot do. So that means, just to recap, we've already saw Carolina fall. Carolina was actually ahead of the Bears in the draft order. Um, they they lost. So they fall to four and eight. The... Um, Browns won. So when I say they fall, they actually improved the four and eight. The Browns won, so they are now four and seven. That'll be Houston's pick, but it's still the Browns' slot, so they fall back. And then it looks like Jacksonville, one of those other three-win teams currently in the uh, three-win areas the Chicago Bears are, they will get win number four and fall back. And, of course, why that matters, which we went over earlier in the show, the Bears would lose the tiebreaker with all of those teams um, should they be tied with the same record because of strength of schedule. Stay the course. Stay the course. You just got to stay focused here and, uh, and lose. And lose. <laughs> stay focused and lose. Because that's what they're all doing inside that locker room. No reason to overthink any of this. You're doing a great job. Today was picture perfect. Yeah, Jaguars culture building win there. I'm sure it's going to. Lift them up to new heights next year, winning that meaningless game right there. They All for it. call that meaningless. He probably just won me my fantasy matchup for the week. No, I mean, it's fine. Trevor Lawrence, you know, throws a game-winning two-point conversion and touchdown. Those are big development moments. And if Justin Fields does that next week against the Packers, I will be totally fanboying here on our post-game show. So, but I'll be a hypocrite. I don't care. Well, early in the game, you were – one of the most angry, <laughs> worried, yes. intense, yes, borderline psycho dudes I've ever watched a football game with. Yeah, because I just didn't want to see the Bears win. It was 10-10, to 10, and it just would have pissed me off because I can already see it coming. They had won that game today. Then Hold- we'd fast forward to the draft, Hold- and wherever we pick – the player right in front of us, a la the year we took Kyle Fuller and the one pick ahead of us was Aaron Donald, it'd be the exact same thing that happens to us again this By year. By the way, Justin Tucker is lining up for a how long of a kick here? From, 67 yard, which is which actually... How did they get there? Well, now I kind of want to watch the kick. Oh, my God. He's kicking a 67. It looks good. It looks good. It's, it's short. short. It's short. Oh, my God. Oh that my looked so God. good. <laughs> that was dead on. <laughs> Justin Tucker, you crazy, beautiful. <laughs> they must have had a bad squib kick or something. I didn't see the kickoff. Yeah, they had a bad squib. That was crazy. 
That is cool. Well, and then how about the kicker for the Jets? He knocked one in from 57. That, that could have been good from 80 in the rain. That was insane. That was insane. That was uh, one of the more entertaining moments the of the game. The distance for kickers nowadays. I mean, back in the day, hitting a 50-yard field goal. I know. I, th- I still think it's crazy that all these guys just easily 55. Not a problem. Not a problem. It's nuts. 57. I mean, that was an know. absolute bomb by Greg Zerline in that game. Doesn't surprise me. All they do all day long is kick. Kick, 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 kick. Lift weights, lift weights, lift weights. Eat healthy, eat healthy, eat healthy. Right. Kick, 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 kick. If kick. you're, if you got a little kid, you're bringing him up in football. You know, let him play the other positions, but it won't hurt to give him some practice at kicking. You can get into the NFL and make a healthy living being a kicker. Very little risk to your body. A lot of money. Can you handle pressure? Do you want to <laughs> stay? in great shape and do a very uh, niche activity for yeah. the, the greater part of your days. Long well, you, snapping and kicking. Those are the niche. holding yeah. y- you. Well, that'd be punting, right? But punters holding, you can be a kicker in the NFL, which by the way, I love our punter. Trenton Gill, you're the man. Cairo did his job today, made his kick. Where's, what's going on over there? I'm just trying to figure out how the Ravens got the ball. Even <laughs> like I, you know, you're playing Justin Tucker. How could you let him get anywhere near 70 yards right. on the kick? It's just stunning to me. But uh, yeah, there you go. All right, um, we'll have Nick coming up uh, from New Jersey here in a little bit. Um, but I also want to make sure we tell you about our friends at pins and aces pins and aces it's the official golf apparel partner of chgo we love our pins and aces gear we do tons of compliments on and off the course they're family owned and uh golf and apparel business they make amazing polos hats golf bags and even our favorite beer sleeve an innovative product that allows you to store seven beers seven beers seven right inside your golf bag woof Keep drink cold the entire round. Check out pinsandaces.com. Use code CHGO to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. Game time came and went today for the Bears. And, uh, hey, this so is the $12 to get in. Hope it did you well. If you it looked w- miserable if you were at the game. Except for the Bears fans that we saw in there who were just dancing up and down wearing ponchos and somehow just enjoying themselves. Good for you, Bears fans. Rise and shine. Game time is the hottest new, tic- hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to get the best deals to tickets for uh, sporting events, concerts, shows, wherever you need to go. Behind home plate, top of Wrigley Field, 50-yard line, top of Soldier Field, guaranteed rate field, wherever you want to be, they've got the seats for you. Uh, if you love CHGO, you're going to love game time. The best way to support us by buying your tickets through through the link in the description. Download that game time app. 15 million people have done it. And I looked earlier today. How much did I tell you those Hawks tickets were? Oh, you don't forget anything. $724. It I was, think, you said 80, it was 82. I think it was 82. And so I always recommend you wait longer. And right now, 74. Okay. So if you, if you starting waited, to come down. It's starting to come down. You want to see another team get beat by the Jets? Here we go. Yeah, there oh, you go. Oh, the Jets double dip. I didn't think about yeah. it that way. Yeah, yeah. Double, double dipping. New York Jets, Winnipeg Jets. I, I, I'm more of a Winnipeg Jets guy. You Could you name one Winnipeg Jet 
<laughs> Dustin Bufflin. Damn. Current Jet. No chance. Andrew Ladd. Alex Jamnov, if you want to go. Old old Jets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I I can't confirm or deny that like, it's possible that Andrew Ladd is on the Winnipeg Jets. He All was, right. wasn't he? I have my hand up. Uh oh, he's so, got his hand up. I got my hand up. So you asked me, like, who is saying these things about Justin Fields isn't a pocket passer? Uh, what the timeout, Brad? Peter. No, I'm calling timeout. <laughs> Are you done with your game time read? Yeah. Okay. Peter. <laughs> I know. I DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Is our go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season, like I did on Thanksgiving. Not so much today, although I did give you that prop bet before the game. Uh, right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100, a one, excuse me, a 100% boost. With DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays, go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, combine multiple bets, which team will win, player props, points totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Download the uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code CHGO. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I mean, seriously, DraftKings just giving it away today. Did anybody think the Bears were going to win that football game? I want to know if, like, did, did anyone pick the Bears to win? I know Carmi did. Carmi. Carmi's the one. God bless Carmi. We, we missed her this week. I know we didn't. She was on, on uh, Thursday's show. We missed her, but also we didn't. Wednesday's show. Wednesday's show. Thursday was Thanksgiving. Thursday was Thanksgiving. It's all a blur, Hogue. You know this. Braggs, when you were, like, a student, were you, like, the student in class that just thought because you raised your hand, you automatically get to talk? And and <laughs> I wasn't in class, so I have no idea. <laughs> That's why he doesn't understand. You don't hand raising you still have to get system works. Yeah. No, I wasn't in class. Uh, but you asked me, but you know. He's going to tell, tell this story anyway. Yeah, I mean, well, you asked you're, me. You're, you're well, good. you shouldn't have gave me this mic. Okay. You asked me. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Point, you asked yeah. me, you know, who's saying these things? And, and I get he's on the uh, beyond enemy lines. He's a pack guy that covers the Packers. Oh, God. Peter Bukowski. Bukowski? You know, he's on Lockdown Packers, 40,000 followers. And this is the rhetoric he pushes on Justin Fields. Early in the first half, 12.37 p.m. So this was in the first half, first quarter. Justin Fields has proven he's an electric playmaker this year. But at some point, it's worrying every germ. It's worrying that every journeyman veteran who well, has time played. Out. Don't in his add words to help out his nonsensical tweet here. Well, Read it as he wrote it because it doesn't make sense. Ju- okay, Justin Justin Fields has proven he's an electric playmaker this year. But at some point, it's worrying every journeyman veteran who has played in his offenses doesn't have any problem being more productive as a passer. Hurt Trevor Simeon has more yards in the first quarter than in than in whole fields games. That is someone that is paid to cover football and says this about our quarterback. So that is where I get defensive at times. Comes from all angles, not just okay. curmudgeon Bears fans, but people around the league. With opinions that are respected by some, not me. 
Peter Bukowski, you're too worried about us because you know your quarterback is getting ready to leave. He doesn't want to play for your team anymore, so you're deflecting. We are just fine with Justin Fields. You would kill to have Justin Fields on your team. My brain hurts from trying to read that tweet. Um, I I have no idea. But I think, yeah, he's trying to make the point that, look, this is all they have. These fans, whoever they are, These Packer fans, Packers or whatever, losers. They're so fixated, fixated on Justin Fields' passing yards. Give me the total yards. Who had more total yards? Does Justin Fields every single game, or did Trevor Simeon come anywhere near him today? Also, points. You guys heard of points? I've heard of points. Did the, did, 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 are they what ultimately matter to win the game? Points had matter. the Bears led the NFL in points? Over, I think, Justin Fields' last That's four true. or five games, whatever it is. Points. And then they attend today. Okay. Not so a lot of points. You, you keep wasting your time worrying about Justin Fields' passing yards. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pay attention to what the tape says. Yeah. Which is... If Stick you it, Bukowski. Watch it. Every single week, he's made more and more plays that show that he is getting better as a pocket passer. Correct. His accuracy is getting better. Look, as specifically as horizontal passes within five yards on the line of scrimmage, you may laugh at that, but his footwork, the way he's changed his sidearm angles, all that stuff, been pinpoint accurate over the last month. Downfield throws, we already know he's a downfield passer. And, oh, by the way, he's been doing this with very little help. Offensive line, wide receivers, wherever you want to go. We're just well, and a lot of those yards in the first our time half. With this stuff. And, a, and a lot of those yards in the first half by Simeon were – you know, jump balls he threw up to Chase Claypool. And it's like, yeah, should Justin Fields throw a few more, you know, 50-50 balls to Chase and Cole Komet? I'm not going to argue that. Sure, there, I'm sure there's instances where he could. But I just don't understand people that can fault Justin for deciding to take off and run for it because that's what's best for the team right now. And then taking that calculation and saying that means he can't be a pocket passer because he's making the best decision for the team. I mean, maybe I'm just living in too much in my own bubble over here, which is entirely possible. But nice I, bubble. But, but I am not sitting here worried worried about the quarterback. No, I, no, not at be. all. No, so, that, Bragg's is, the one thing Bragg said that maybe is worth time as we start talking about this game next week. It is about to be Packers week. Um, Packers fans are spending more time worrying about the Bears quarterback right now than Bears fans actually are. Yep. And the Pack- As shown by that weird tweet we just read for some reason. And Packers fans hate Aaron Rodgers right now for the most part if you listen to their segments or their shows well, they, and stuff they, like that. They're not happy with Aaron. Packers fans should celebrate the time that they had with Aaron and be slightly disappointed but also grateful to the fact that he you did win a Super Bowl with him, which, by the way, any Bears fan would take if Justin Fields has uh, – a 10-year career here, and the Bears win one Super Bowl, sign me up. I'm in. I'd sign that. I'd, I'd, I'd do that contract today. As much as I'd Edward. love to see Justin return from injury and beat the snot out of the Packers, and maybe that's potentially the last time we ever see Aaron Rodgers play the Bears on Soldier, at Soldier Field, you know, I don't know if Justin's going to play. I think there's a, there's a decent chance he could. We're going to run through this charade all the way until kickoff next week with Eberflus's gamesmanship. But I just know as terrible as Aaron Rodgers has played for the majority of this year, he is going to completely dice 
the Bears up next week. Who cares? Uh, if he does, then... It, well, I hate him. Yeah, That's that, why I care. To, to, I hate him. He's so you, we arrogant. Are, we already lost. We, it, 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 listen. Last the, year, he had that old lady in the bear, at Soldier Field giving him the double birds. Look... If we, the, we hate him. The, I got it. But <laughs> that was it, funny. It, if the Bears go out next Sunday and beat the bejesus out of Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, that doesn't right the wrongs of the last 20 years against him. The dude is going to end his career having dominated the Bears. So this game, as much as I'd love to see the Bears beat Green Bay on some level, I think it's more important that they actually continue to go right where they need to go, which is to the number two overall pick in the NFL draft come, come April. You're finally on my side of that. I was saying I was that never, weeks ago. So never, let me ask you guys this, and then I'm going to have a follow-up. The first question is, do you think Justin Fields should play? I do not. Packers? I do not think so he should. Should not play. Yeah. Rags. Nope. Okay. I the do not. The follow up. Lawrence, I want him to play. Let's you go. Okay, that's the follow up. That's a different. That's a different answer. Ah. So the question is, should he play? The follow up is, do you want him to play? I do not. I do not. So, I, so the three hours that we spent. Watching that nonsense, where I I think I came away with five things that were worthy of tweeting the entire game. You, I looked over at you four different times. I thought you were asleep, Carm. Well, he did eat waffles at one point. But, but, no, I'm getting to the waffles (laughs) I've been way more tired watching a Bears game than I was today, but go. (laughs) I'm getting to the waffles. You You did have the most clutch performance. In my opinion, you were the DraftKings king of the game. I'm never... Dude orders chicken and waffles with some bacon in the middle of the game. It was amazing. Really happy with it. Didn't get me any. the The whole office jumped in. The problem is, is that... I had forgotten that I'd already made myself three eggs today, and then I had three more eggs, and then I had whatever else I had, and, and the potatoes and so much oil and terrible things for you that it's just, uh, I, at, at my advancing age, I can't handle it. I need to. I, advancing I, age. I, and that's why you were sleeping in I, the fourth quarter. I just, I have to not eat during Bears games, uh, especially when Trevor Simeon is out there and, it's, and it turns into death. But I, I wasn't, I, I, it, it's fine. I was happy to help out everybody just because we were all, I mean, you, you, you were having just lots of random, this is so bad. I, <laughs> it was awful to watch. I can't do it again. Do I want him to play? Do I want Justin Fields to play? My answer is no, and the reason is because I don't want to be torn because of what we just talked about. I hate Aaron Rodgers. I hate the Packers. I want a high draft position. But when Justin plays, it does change my – calculus on what you, I want. You want What's to play more well. important? I want Justin Fields to play well, so I have to allow that. I want Justin Fields to have defining moments, it moments. So if that means a game-winning touchdown like Trevor Lawrence just had uh, against whoever the heck they played, then I have to accept Ravens. that. The, yeah, the Ravens. Exactly. A good team. So I, if Justin plays, then I go back to meatball mode and I'm rooting for Justin to drop 30 on the Packers, 40 on the Packers, not 30. I want 40 on the Packers because I'm sure Rodgers is going to put up at least 30 on this defense. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I'd want Justin to prevail because I hate Aaron Rodgers and his smug face, and I'd love to send him off 
in this Bears-Packers rivalry with a loss because I believe he is retiring when this season's over. So to so, take that whole uh, that whole fight out of it, you think he's then I don't want him to play because then I don't have to worry about to being torn in two different directions. You're still going to be torn. You're still going to want to beat Aaron Rodgers next week. and it's No. Still- if Justin Fields isn't playing, Aaron Rodgers is welcome to score 68 points and discount double check and yell at the fans and act like he's done something. I don't. I won't care. It won't bother me one bit. I'll just enjoy your guys's company. Well, let me let me remind you uh, something. I don't believe you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure I believe you either. That's fine. Listen, the, uh, you look at mock drafts. People have said the, the, the Texans taking a quarterback, right? That you would think that's what he, what Houston would do. We'll yeah, do they're a, taking Bryce Young. Yeah, they're taking Bryce Young, right? Correct. And then somebody's going to take C.J. Stroud. I don't know. After the Michigan game, <laughs> nah, long off season. I'm sure he's gonna go high. But my point is that the the Bears are not taking a quarterback, so they should, in theory, I would think. You, listen, I want to take the second overall <laughs> pick, but they should, in theory, it's not. It's not like this is a one player draft for the Bears, and they have to have the top pick to get who they want. They, they could take Will Anderson at, at, at three, at four, at five, right? Jalen Carter, uh, you know, stud defensive tackle. I don't know. They, I, I got I to do my deep dive on the draft, but what Quentin Johnson's, Johnson's is the stud receiver out of TCU. Yep, Jordan Addison from – I mean, I, I think they're going to – I don't think we have to be in a complete, like, terror that they're not going to be able to get the player they want if they don't get the number two overall pick. That's all I'm saying. All right. I, right now, am saying I don't think Field should play, but let's get more information as the week goes along before I make a final call on that. Do I want him to play? Absolutely, I want him to play. I'm all about watching the quarterback develop, continue to get snaps, so I can analyze those snaps. If he doesn't play, it's a complete waste of time. That's my answer. Let's get to some of these super chats, then we'll get to Carm's notes. We also have Nick to get to, so there's a lot here. Uh, Willie Beeman says, do not play Justin again this year. Hashtag just effing tank. <laughs> well done, Willie. Thank you, Willie. Good job. Excellent, excellent, uh, excellent Our guy, job. the Duke, coming through here with 1999 super chat. If he's healthy, he should play. Sitting him to tank is nonsensical. No draft pick is worth more. Than his development in live game reps. Sorry, boys. I agree with that. You have to. He's got to play more. And the Duke, he, he's got a separated shoulder. He's got ligament damage. That's not going to be gone by next Sunday. That's all I'm saying. He, he could play. That's why he said if he's healthy, he should play. That's what he said. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Okay, good. Uh, what else we got? Uh, we got Cody here. Cody jumping in. Sorry, it's been a fun season to watch, but now it is time to embrace the suck. I'm 100% I can embrace the tank. I don't need, think you need to embrace the suck. Correct. I would just agree that up until today, I have been incredibly entertained by Bears football this year. It's been, a, it's been an enjoyable, if not frustrating, yeah. season. Today was... And why was that? I believe it was because of the quarterback. Because the quarterback it. wasn't playing. Right. And the quarterback's been entertaining. I, I got it. I got it. So you, you want that's why I asked the questions two different ways. I want it to be entertaining. I want him to play. I, I got it. Yeah. I got it. You also don't want him to get hurt. Matthew um, Cunningham, I believe, is up. What's up, next. Matthew? Who are we tanking for? Yeah, Jalen Carter will be good. Will Anderson. Um, you just t- To me, you're tanking for position. Positional value. Because 
the higher the draft capital, then you can trade if you want, trade back. Right. I mean, look at the Eagles. They traded with the Saints, and they now have the Saints' first-round pick, who very well could be in the top seven, six, five in the draft. And they're playing great. They have Super Bowl aspirations this year, and they're going to be picking in the top ten because they own the Saints pick. That is best-case scenario. Worst-case scenario, you draft the second – the second player off the board if you're picking two. So as high as you can, as high as you, the best value you can possibly get. Because if we can get someone else's top 10 pick pick next year and have a chance at Marvin freaking Harrison Jr., I that's, that's the dream. It's a dream, but it's not an impossible dream. Dream a little dream with me. Floose. A couple more super chats. <laughs> Then we will get to uh, Nick. We got Cornelius here, four ninety nine. Do the Ravens losing also help our second round pick selection? Um, good points. Yeah, I, that's a good point. Great yeah. points yep. being made. Yep. Since they stupidly yep. gave up their own for Chapel, uh, Chase Claypool. That is uh, that is an accurate. I didn't see Roquan anywhere on the Jaguars' final drive. They're still well into. Well, let me refresh this because they were seven and three. Right now, they're seven and four. They're still projected number 22 right now. So that's what? Number 54? I can do math. That's That's good. That's good. Need more losses. So, oh, man. That's another reason, man. I need Fields and Claypool to do a little bit more bonding before the season's over. Or we're going to spend four months wondering about that second-round pick that could have been. I don't think we got that one right, but <laughs> it would have been a lot better if that was the Ravens pick. Uh, I like um, it, and I'll stand to it, regardless of the results of this season, because you're getting ahead of the free agent market. You don't have to pay Chase Claypool if you had waited. Are you then, watch, Are you watching Chase Claypool? He had. Let's he, save that. Let's get to Nick. We got Nick standing by in yeah. in New Jersey. Uh, what? Ad, Adam says uh, two dollars super chat. I like Adam Hogue. <laughs> Sorry that you just wasted those two dollars, but I appreciate that. Well, normally he does the fishbane. That's a great that's, buy by you, Adam. Normally the guy that says I love that is fishbane. true. Yeah, he's our fishbane guy. But now I, I appreciate that very much, Adam. Max uh, jumping in here says, "Do you know Zach Jack Sanborn? Always rooting for the W. Any Rhode Island Bears fans out there? Bears, you are the only one. No, I'm I don't kidding. think I've ever <laughs> met a Bear fan from Rhode Island, but now we've met you, Max. I like it. All right." Um, Nick is in New Jersey, and uh, Nick, you may not have been uh, back in your seat in the press box, so this might not be top of mind for you. I don't know, but are you aware of this youth football game that was going on that I'm seeing tweets about? Yes. Uh, as we were actually going to the locker room, there were you know kids about to head out onto the field, so they're still actually still playing right now, but uh, maybe it's better. Wait, they are still playing. Yeah, so when I was coming up here, they were still – well into it. Okay, because apparently there was a brawl and the game got shut down for a while between two youth football teams at MetLife Stadium. Are you what serious? Yes, I'm serious on? right now. Sean Hammond tweeted, the youth game at MetLife Stadium has ended early after fights both on the field and in the stands. That's unfortunate. Come, Come on, on team. Come on, guys. Let's play nice. Let's play nice. All right, That's Nick. <laughs> Mascots fighting on Saturday. Let's focus on things you're actually um, supposed to be covering, not the youth football game brawl. Um, Sounds awesome, though. All right. 
let's start with uh, what can you tell us about what happened pregame with the whole quarterback switch? What did Flus have to say about that? What did Trevor Simeon have to say about that? Let's start with Trevor and his side of what actually happened here. He said it was a non-contact injury that happened in pregame. His oblique flared up on him and said it bothered him obviously a little bit throughout the game, but more so than anything, you guys, he was just embarrassed that, you know, it happened. And so essentially he decided that he had to play this game despite this oblique flaring up on him because he knows you're well into the season. Everybody's dealing with injuries, but that's what happened um, during the pregame. And Mandy Rufus also doubled down on that, said he strained his oblique. And he did say that Nate uh, or Nathan Peterman was ready to go the entire time, but it just happened pregame. It flared up and more so than anything for, for Trevor Simeon, he was embarrassed by it and put himself out there to play. You said flared up twice, Nick. Does that mean it was something that he was dealing with before? Did he say that? No, he didn't say anything, um, you know, that he was dealing with this injury prior, just that it was a non-contact injury during that warm-up, and it flared up on him, and then, you know, had to go get some treatment. No shots were involved or anything like that, but got treatment and decided that he could play through this oblique injury. I have the same thing happen when I wake up and I'm stretching. He should be embarrassed. It's, he's, <laughs> he's right to be embarrassed. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Well, do, you, do you have an update on Darnell Mooney? Yeah, well, not not necessarily an update in terms of his status, but just how everybody's kind of, you know, viewing the injury right now. It's um, like even Trevor Simeon's like, when you don't have a guy like that, you're missing obviously someone who's a leader on the football field, someone who provides explosive plays, speed. But it just he said it just sucks. Like that's a part of the game and losing a guy like that, seeing how it happened too, that that ankle injury. Um, there hasn't been any status, and Ebert Flus wouldn't talk about, you know, Eddie Jackson, the severity of his injury, Darnell Mooney, what he's going through, but you can just tell throughout the locker room, it's tough to win football games when you don't have some of your best players out there. And obviously the Bears are coming into this game pretty banged up with not having, you know, Justin Fields, Kyler Gordon, Jaquan Brisker, but the injuries just kept piling up as the game continued. Nick, you know, um, the Chase Claypool question I posed to you in the pregame show. What did you think of his effort today? He was able to, you know, get some more targets, a couple catches downfield, maybe should have had a touchdown with the pass interference not called on Sauce. Uh, your overall thoughts or anything you heard from the locker room with that? Yeah, Greg. So Trevor Simeon came into this game, too, wanting to get Chase Claypool some opportunity. He said he's just a good player and you're going to have to throw, you know, throw the ball to him. And his direct quote was, hey, I don't care who is over there. I'm going to throw it to you. So he wanted to give Claypool some opportunities and did so, got that pass interference called and, you know, didn't even need to get it accepted because he caught the ball there. But he just knows that he's a good player and wanted to give him chances throughout this game. So it was encouraging to see that at least. And for even like Trevor Simeon to, you know, had that conviction, like we're going to throw it to you despite Sauce Gardner, who's having a very good uh, season so far as a rookie, but it was nice to see him at least make that, that one big play down uh, the right sideline. And was he hurt or he, is he good? Claypool. Uh, well, he didn't, he didn't return back into the game. I don't think you guys, after he went into the medical tent and we didn't really see him. I didn't see him in the locker room at all either. So um, like I said, those injuries, you guys are, are continuing to pile up with bears. Wow. Not, not good. Not, not, not good at all. Was there anything on fields 
Yeah, so Matt, yeah, Matty Refluse did uh, comment. He was asked, will Justin play next week against the Packers? And what he Refluse said, he thinks he's getting better, wasn't ready to go at game time today, and wasn't able to quite protect himself the best he could with that injury that he was dealing with. But basically, they're going to see where it goes. They're going to keep it day to day. But he did say if his um, injury keeps progressing, if he's feeling better, he does have an opportunity to play next week. Okay. So, take that, Braggs and Carm. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. We're, uh, we, we, would you say the locker room, just as a, an overall feel, Nick, on your way out of here, was it uh, – Let's just get out of here and get home. Any more depressed than normal? Any more like actually feeling like, yeah, they really don't care anymore. The season's over. We're tanking kind of feel like almost like the game didn't even happen. Were they watching the Jags and the Browns game in the locker room? <laughs> uh, there, there weren't any TVs on um, in the locker room, Greg, but it didn't seem like they were just chalking it up as like they don't care. Again, I think when you go around um, talking to some, just listening to some of what the players had to say, they like Tevin Jenkins, for example, he said with the losses continuing, he was asked what is left to gain. And he said pride. You play for yourself. Got to hold up to hits principle. Kendall Vildor also said something similar. You have to look yourself in the mirror and do it for yourself. So I think that's a big thing now with these with these losses continuing to mount and Bears obviously not having season one. They're just looking at themselves and to hold themselves accountable because there's still a lot that they can show to the coaches and hold up to that hits principle like uh, Tevin Jenks was also saying. Yeah, ask Marcellus Wallace about pride. That's pride. <laughs> Fuck him with you. Fuck All right. <laughs> we got him now. Nick, make a guess on your way out here. Does Fields play next week? Yes. Ooh. It'll be my birthday, you guys. It's going to play. Like, I mean, it would be nice to be able to cover Justin Fields against the Packers uh, on that day, but we'll, we'll see. Real quickly, you guys, when Darnell Mooney went down, Ryan Poles is sitting directly above, I guess, in the, the second row behind me, and as soon as he went down and saw who was injured, just drops an F-bomb, and then Poles walks over out of, like, where his row's at, where I'm currently at right now is in the cafeteria, walks in that direction, Again, seeing a guy like that, I think when people saw him go down on top of Eddie Jackson, it's a lot for not only the players themselves, but clearly a GM who was not happy that uh, one of his best players also went down that game too. No that's surprise a, there. That's a good nugget there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, not one you wanted to have today, so we'll have to see how serious that ends up being. But getting rolled up on, um, he has good. like – Darnell Mooney's great, but he has, like, the thinnest legs I've ever seen on a wide receiver in the the NFL level, which is not a knock or anything. It's just observation. So when it got rolled up on, I was like, oh, no. He is a tiny, tiny NFL football – for an NFL football player. He looks like he's – Probably weighs 160 pounds. Kind of like Nick standing next to Corey Wooten in a bar in a picture <laughs> right after Nick had shaved, which made him look younger. I know. It's like Nick's mustache and beard grew the, back just in this game. Well, yeah. He's like Tim he's, Allen in Santa Claus when he, like, shaves. <laughs> and come, I mean, look at him yesterday. Like, does that guy that not was look, yesterday, yeah. Doesn't, doesn't he look like he's 14 and in high school? <laughs> Hi, oh, Dad. Man. My hero. What's funny, too, you can't even see the drink that Corey's even holding. His hand is so freaking massive in that picture. It's like, it's crazy. <laughs> it's 
<laughs> He's got the same size glasses you do. <laughs> Woot looks like Andre the Giant. You look like not Andre Some- the Giant. <laughs> It was just so funny, too, like, talking to him. I had to, like, my neck was starting to strain, like, looking up the entire time. It's just such a large human being, but really cool guy. Glad I got to, you know, randomly run into him at, at the bar last night. <laughs> Whenever he walks in here on Mondays, I'm like, all men were definitely not created equal. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, good stuff. Appreciate you. Safe trip back. And um, uh, I think we'll talk to you on Tuesday, then. Sounds like a plan, you guys. All right. See ya. Thanks, Nick. Nicholas Moriano. Follow him on Twitter at Nicholas Moriano uh, for more updates and uh, links to his stories that he'll be writing, allchgo.com for all of that coverage. And uh, the tailgate coming up next week. It's going to be a good one. I hope the weather is as good as it was yesterday. Yesterday was a nice day. So we'll get some – there will be some good – Chicago Green Bay football weather. Chicago. We'll be out there. Green Ridge Farm will be out there. Liquid Death will be out there. Let's say Goose at, Island will be out there. Goose Island will be out there. Let's say starts at eight thirty. The DraftKings eight thirty. Eight thirty start till noon. Sorry all you price. can eat. All you can drink. A close walk to the stadium. Easy walk to the stadium. Night parking. Uh, it's 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 kind of a perfect setup if you're heading to the game, and if you're not, there's plenty of bars and restaurants around the tailgate area where you can watch the game. That's exactly right. And uh, <laughs> what are you laughing at? Just you. The, no, are you laughing at William Kane that I that that he's saying that I could be Will Dewitt's grandpa? That's not nice, William Kane. Uh, good stuff from Nick, and the 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 f bomb from Pauls, I guarantee was shared by that entire locker room. Darn, well, like, Darn I, think, I think there's a couple in this place. Well, think about it, you know, and yeah. you've had Brisker out, uh, Kyler Gordon out with concussions. Eddie Jackson might have blew his Achilles out or hurt his foot in some way. Then you have, you know, Darnell Mooney get hurt. Who knows the severity of that? Does that play? Up, yeah. Does that play into Ryan Poles' mentality of how they're going to handle Justin Fields this upcoming week? It's like. Yeah, maybe he could play, but should he when you have a bye week right right around the corner with then it would be two more extra weeks that he gets off. Yeah, I mean, they've been very logical this whole time and it would seem logical to not play him and then use the bye week and then bring him back, but we shall see. All uh, right, Dylan Super Chat, $50. Thank you, uh, Dylan. Fields better play because I'm coming from California to only see him take the crown of Well, the now that Dylan's coming, Come I on, think. Poles, we got, we got, we got, we might have Do to, it for Dylan. That's a T-shirt. By Dylan. the way, 50% off our T-shirts nice. at chgolocker.com. reference? Was that your Schwarzenegger impression? Dylan! Come on, Dylan! You throw the six of us in a meat grinder. You knew the whole time. Uh, and a reminder, Dylan, come on. Come to the tailgate, my man. <laughs> what just happened? Come to the tailgate. No I knew they wouldn't get the reference. No. Why, would they, why would they understand 1987's finest film? <laughs> sure. Why do you understand that? You're like, you're, 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 our, you're the supposed to be the youth on the show. I used to have a friend that would scream that all the time at parties. If any no of the Back to the, the Future movies came out in 87, then your statement was wrong. 
Can we do my notes? Dylan, come, on, man. come to the tailgate. Dylan, come to drink. Dylan. Let's have some Pred- fun. Predator Dylan. featured multiple governors in it. All right? Multiple. Look, Dylan, American here's the governors. deal. I can't promise you fields will play. I can promise if you come to the tailgate, we'll, we will uh, we'll make your trip. Somebody will be it. wearing a number one jersey and we'll have him throw a football, and you can just imagine that it's the real right. Justin Fields. Right. So, uh, all right, let's get to Carm's notes. Yes. And then let's end this thing. Notes one through five are the best notes I took today when I was engaged, and then I wasn't. And you started eating waffles. By the way, live look at my notebook. Uh, That would be, there's nothing on it for those who can't see. The old zero. Do you you write anything down today over there other than you're yelling nonstop during the game and panic? Notes. All right. That's how into uh, Sanborn tackle yeah. second and four. There was offsetting penalties uh, that took away a Sanborn tackle. He should have had 16 on the game. Sanborn runs down Garrett Wilson on a catch for a tackle. Sanborn got fooled, still was able to get back and tackle 83. Sanborn again on the next play. Then, I, then the next play, I just wrote back Sanborn. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was everywhere. I just I was just staring at Sanborn. Um, Bra- Braggs, you called out Darrington Evans over... Trusted Ebner early. Yep. And he came in before Trusted. I don't know. I don't did, even think did Ebner. How many snaps did Ebner get? He was. Like, yeah, Darrington, he did look pretty quick in some of the carries. And, and Ebner didn't get a gave. carry today. Ebner, Ebner did not do, get a carry. Do you remember his stat line from last week? And Darrington Evans Bad. took his backup job. Yeah. Eight carries for eight yards. It was not good. It was not good. And more importantly, I, I just, don't know why, but he, you can tell he doesn't look. He, like looks, he, he doesn't know what's going on in the offense. Is what it looks like to me. Uh, I, you know, I, I like Tristan Everett, great man, but uh, they, they, did, they didn't take long to figure out that there had to be a better option out there, and Darrington Evans got the, the opportunities. Chase Claypool in the end zone, no pass interference. Hogue was screaming about this all game long, that uh, he doesn't really go for the football. There were a couple times. Just, it's, just it's a little awkward. Go, go get the ball. Go what? snatch the ball. Does High it, up in the air. He just go attack the football. He does not look natural to me going after the football like a dynamic wide receiver should. He looks just a little off balance. I am, I am the farthest from sold on Chase Claypool at this point. Uh, Larry Borum came running in at right tackle. We had the shoulder injury to Riley Reef, And then Borum did the Borum. And later in the game, Hoag said that you're out on Borum. I think Borum did not look good today. Borum got hurt too. I think late, didn't he? Borum gave up a sack at one point. He he just. There's a Mark Knopfler song called "You Don't Know You're Born," and Mark Knopfler "Dire Straits" kind of an odd reference by me right now. But at any rate, it is love it. So, so one of them. Thank you. You don't know your Borum or something. You don't know. I don't know. I. You don't know your Borum. I'm bored watching you. It's. It's. I. I. I want to see. You'll have to work on that. I'm yes, sure it's, 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 it's a working there, title. There's something there. Let me just Put fix that what in your you notes. were trying to say there. The Bears need a right tackle. <laughs> <laughs> their right tackle is on their team. It's left tackle, Braxton Jones. They're it might be. sign Orlando Brown, and then they're going to move Braxton Bye. Jones to right tackle. That is a position they definitely need to spend a lot of money or a lot of draft capital on. Next note is there was a Fields fan in a number one jersey who looked like a psycho but was having a great time early in the game. We saw a couple of Fields fans, uh, Fields jerseys in the crowd today. Good job traveling Bears Shout fans. Shout out to any Bears fan. Great. That paid for tickets in advance on 
you know, I mean, to, to go all the way to New York months in advance, plan this trip, and it's pouring rain, cold, and it's Trevor Simeon and and Mike White. And, and you paid for not tickets. Zach Wilson versus Miguel Blanco. Justin Fields. And you paid for tickets, and you could have gotten two seats to get in today for 12 bucks on the Game Time app. That's just a bummer. Great sneak early on by Trevor Simeon makes the notes. The, okay, how about the, the second one? The second one did not make the notes. Did <laughs> uh, so only write down the good things? Yeah, uh, I, I'm not actually sure if the other one's on the notes. No, he has not. too many notes for that. Delay, delay of game early. It was a problem. Also, Hogue was screaming, call timeout, call timeout, call timeout. I was doing that like timeout. the whole game. Call timeout, call timeout. Playing late again, lined yeah. up late again, yeah. confusion again, snap. Yeah, but the one, it looked like Pettis didn't know where to line up, and then he's talking to Claypool. So, like, whose fault was uh, That was there? right after Mooney got hurt. I think Pettis was probably playing Mooney's position, which he hasn't done a whole lot. That's probably part of the confusion. But a lot of it just seemed like it was the quarterback. Like, we didn't see all this stuff with Fields. Right, because, like, how many times did you were saying while we were watching the game how long it was taking to get yeah. the play in? They're running it down, almost getting delay of games, having to call timeouts. I'd like to pause Carm Notes for one second for Max Wilson's comment, Lawrence, because this is an absurd comment that's just very interesting. Some dude from Chicago six, sitting next to me at the Pats game kept screaming, Larry, Larry, I'm your neighbor, to Borom. And we were three rows back, and, and Borom turned around and flipped him off. <laughs> 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 if that's true, that's an amazing anecdote. Uh, thank you, Max. I hope, I hope that's true. And even if it's Larry not true. Larry doesn't like his neighbor. I'm your neighbor. <laughs> Yeah, Larry's like, mow your fucking lawn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good one, Max. Uh, after a clay pool completion, somebody in this office, I forget who, says, is Fields the problem? It wasn't me. I think who it, said that? I think it was you and you said it tongue-in-cheek. Oh, yes, very sarcastic. Yes. You and Weeder. Yeah, yeah. yeah yes. uh, Stop Ho- also at that time, quote, Hogue, I'm rooting for the Bears to win for the entertainment. And then I looked at Braggs, and you had that look. It was that look. <laughs> this look of utter death. Like, like you had a really scary, like you could have been a serial Jason in a movie killer type of look. it was 10 to 10, I may or may not have threatened you both that if they had won, I, that I would have been a complete shit show on this postgame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, I was rooting for. I, I, wrote, I was rooting for the chaos. <laughs> you, 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 you looked like you had no sleep and were just in a rage, um, which may or may not be true. I, I, I wrote down the, the, the look of death. Um, the kid jumping up and the poncho came right after that. Do you remember that guy when he was going like this? With the, the no, the, there was a. <laughs> nobody remembers that kid Adam the, with, goes, with the no. with, with the with the with the Fields jersey and the poncho. Nobody remembers. Um, uh, and then there was the Jalen Jones weird fumble after the missed field goal, which is a play that we did not talk oh, about. Yeah. Um, Wait, yeah. no, you're talking about the the uh, bobbled snap. The yeah, the bo- the bobbled field snap, goal. and then uh, they run it back the other way. They run it back the other which day. Which clearly threw the the whistle wasn't blown. It was. It ended they up being picked called. It up, they fumbled it. Ball yeah. kept getting kicked around. It, it ended up being called an, uh, an incomplete pass. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um. That that's when that's when Trevor Simeon was called on to do a quarterback sneak with an oblique injury on third and one and got sacked by or got 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 stopped by seventeen Jets. 
Um, it, that didn't look good. And that was also at the same time when Derrick Henry was running in the end zone for the Titans and Hogue was screaming, yes, go in. My fantasy team's awesome. And then he fumbled and Hogue freaked out, uh, which was enjoyable. <laughs> I definitely had one of those um, fantasy slash gambling moments because I was in a situation where I picked the Bengals to cover but also at Derrick Henry on my fantasy team. So Derrick Henry was about to score, and he fumbled it, and the Titans still scored, but it wasn't him who scored, right? So it <laughs> hurt. It hurt. It double hurt. It, it was double a, it, hurt. It was a double whammy, as was uh, another double whammy. I just wrote down the first part of it on this last piece here. The New York Jets coach who taunted Eddie Jackson. Yeah, what the hell was that? Sit your ass down, you clown. That was, that was ridiculous, and then Eddie got hurt. That well, sucked. Well, small nugget that they, apparently they don't call taunting anymore on anybody, which is kind of cool because that was a stupid rule anyway. Um, I think I did see it in a game last week, though, once. Yeah, because on the touchdown run by T.J. Johnson, he was letting the Bears right. know. Which that one I'm running. fine with. Don't you don't have to yeah, call I'm fine that. With the guy scoring a touchdown. Let it's him like be. baseball too when they hit a like I I like all that. But if you're gonna have this insane taunting rule where you're punishing the players on the field, how come an assistant on the sideline can get your face? Hundred percent agree. And taunt like right to his face was like pointing at him. And Should have like, been a double penalty and, and kicked then out the of very the game. next play he got hurt. So I'm blaming the Jets coach. Yeah, that guy sucks. Uh, Armand Watts had a flash flashing moment. He's with 96 with a sack. Congratulations, Armand. Logan John's bold prediction there. Okay. Line. Defensive line got a sack. Defensive line sack, which is sad that it's even a That's bold even prediction, bold. But, it, yeah. but it was because I think it was their first D-line sack since Washington. And it was right around think this. Think about that. What was the stat Kevin Fishman had in the middle of the game, too? That was the Bears' first PBU in three games by a, def- by a corner. That wasn't. How, does that, how do you not get one a game? Hard to believe. Hard to believe. Especially as how much the Bears are getting thrown. Uh, what was yeah. also hard to believe at that time was the amount of chips that Greg Braggs was consuming. Hoga. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> two little bags. Hoga could not understand how you made this one bag of chip <laughs> last forever and ever and ever. And then you then you proceeded to just hold up. I have two bags of chips. So he They're had, not big bags. Well, They're right. the bags you get with like a little lunch meal. I had two of them. Where did you get these bags of chips? I got them from uh, the media room for Purdue basketball. Uh, you stole a few chips weeks ago. From, you, I didn't steal you're them. Not stealing? That's where they're you for get the it. Media. It's comped. Those are supposed to be eaten on the facility, not taken home. True. Okay. Okay. Technically okay. true. Technically true. You can take that with you. Narc. You can take a bag. He said two bags. It's a little yeah, aggressive. I hope he took five. Well, bags I took from mine, that and then place. I put the other one, which was my my friend Craig's. It was his. And he didn't eat it, so I left it in my bag. And they, they've been in there for like two weeks. It was the only thing. You didn't get me the waffles. I offered well, to offered. get waffles, <laughs> I know, I'm you kidding. jerk. Wait, right. I Venmoed you. I, those, there was an offer out there, or was that not for me? That was just for No, I'm Brad. kidding. I mean, to, to you, Kevin's point, it is a veteran media move. There's no <laughs> question. Less grub but, but, you, but the grabber is where you're at. You, what are you going to do? You have, why don't you take burgers out of there next time? Because that's what Les would do, and he would have, and he'd have the, the, the bread for, for – for, he'd eat the meat and save the bread <laughs> for a sandwich. I'll take the Soldier Field burgers. Yeah. Don't do that. Uh, so just to reset, they, so he had the small bag of chips, but he was he was eating them. I'm a slow eater for like an hour and a half. Less, like I swear he started this in the second quarter, and it was early fourth quarter. And I'm finally like, 
how many chips are in that small bag? And then he shows me that he actually had two of them. Which it's a still, bag. I'm a slow eater. I would eat um, those two bags of chips in seven and a half I'm a slow eater in general. Minutes. It's good for your digestive system. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this was yes, at yes. this at this time we moved back to the game and saw that Justin Fields looked like he was about to get electrocuted, which scared me. Uh, that whole headset thing in the rain and his and and he just looked miserable out there. And I get it that he wanted to be with his teammates and show his support, um, but yeah. And then my last one, I wrote down Byron Pringle, honorary player of the game, which we mentioned in our something point of king of the game. So congratulations to 13 for showing up and underlining why Ryan Pauls wanted you in a Bears uniform after being with you in Kansas City. And that will do it for Carm's Notes. All right. That's going to do it for the show. What? Two. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, (laughs) You've had enough. It was a good tank day overall. Bears lose. Jaguars win. Panthers win. Browns win. Just a reminder, uh, you could celebrate this tank victory day. We'll have a maybe we should have a tank victory Monday. Uh, celebrate with the Cyber Weekend. This is this runs through Monday, right? Oh yes, it does. Okay, it's through Cyber Monday, up to fifty percent off all our merch. Get it now, diehards. You get an additional twenty percent off uh, all weekend long. The merch is up. It is at CHGO Locker. There's a lot of good stuff, including our QB slide shirt, which you see Io wearing there if you're watching on YouTube. Our good friend Io. And um, just a lot of good stuff up there. Go get it now. I think the beanies are for sale, too. I saw those pop up. Yeah, there are beanies. There are beanies. I don't think those are on the sale list, for the record. Uh, yes, new items did not make the sale list, but yeah. they are there. And they're yeah. and it's a great actual statement. It's a great price, and you can get yourself a sweet beanie. And why not do it now alongside a T-shirt that's marked down? Make it. You could use a beanie. You'd look good. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. End the show. At yeah, Adam that's, that's an end the show. At the Carm. At G Braggs Junior. Twenty three. Packer week. We'll see you tomorrow. Green Bay sucks. Green Bay sucks. Green Bay sucks. Tanking is fun. Tanking is fun. Tomorrow's a tank victory Monday. We'll talk to you then.